This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Happy Wine Wednesday, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. How's your week going? Oh, it's going. I feel like I've, I say this every week. I'm just like the world's biggest complainer, but I'm like, it's only Tuesday. I know it. Um, I went like most of today, kept thinking things were Wednesdays. Like I've literally followed up with somebody. I was like, Hey, just checking in. I know we were supposed to see this presentation today before it goes out tomorrow. And then they're like, Oh, I thought we weren't doing that until Wednesday. And I was like, Oh, it's not Wednesday. Okay, cool. Thank you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I felt the same way. Like with my (laughs) schedule being all different, working remote, like fully remote the last two weeks, like I've kind of had no idea what day it is. Wait, so are you still fully remote? I'm still fully remote this week. I did go in today. Um, That was Alexa. That was really creepy. Um, I did go in today for like one reason and one reason only. And that was because I needed a jacket that I left at work for this weekend (laughs) to take with me. And so I was, it's like, I don't have like unlimited amounts of like warm jackets, like that are waterproof, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, I have to go get it. And so I was having lunch with, um, some other people in my district today. And so I was like, oh, this is a good day to go in, work half a day in the morning there, get my jacket, go to lunch and come home after lunch. So that is what I did. But yeah, otherwise I'm not back on campus until next week. Okay, nice. Why do you need a rainproof jacket or a waterproof jacket? It doesn't really have to be waterproof, I suppose, but it really is like my only warm jacket. And I'm doing the girls weekend uh, with my aunt and cousins and family friends out in Marietta and it just gets Uh really cold at night like we sit outside by the fire at night and stuff and it's just freezing and I don't have like anything else besides like a sweatshirt that's gonna like keep me warm so I legit don't own anything I don't either like I have one kind of warm jacket that I had bought when Jeff and I went to Nashville like four years ago because right before the trip like the what I saw like it was gonna potentially be snowing and stuff but even then, I felt like I still had to wear, like, a sweatshirt underneath. Like, I just don't have, like, warm clothes. I don't either. We're so, like, lucky with good weather here in California. And this has definitely been, I think, one of two, like, really, really rainy years that I can remember. And I've lived here for, like, going no, on 20 like years now. The worst. So. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst that I remember. It's, it's been very it's been... cold and very rainy. And we got, like, a glimpse the last two days of, like, nice sunny warm weather and it's going away tomorrow so raining rain is back Um, but speaking of like staying warm loving your waiting for wine wednesday sweatshirt you're wearing right now love it i feel like this is my every time we're going to record i have to throw on one of my wine wednesday sweatshirts and i love like i've seen a couple people post them in their stories this past week like when they're out in their walks or whatever and i'm like yeah and they're not even like posting it to like 
share that they're wearing it. It's like they literally are just doing their day-to-day and I'm like, oh, they're wearing a wine over matter sweatshirt. (laughs) It makes Um, me so happy. I know. It's so fun. Um, We'll definitely have, maybe we'll do that like maybe every year for our anniversary, we'll like do new stuff. I don't know, but it's like so fun and it really is the best sweatshirt. So if you haven't gotten it yet and you want to hit up our link in bio or the link in the description of this episode and you can get yourself your own Wine Over Matter merch. Yeah. Well, can we talk about some big news you have to share? You guys, I finally got my surgery date. Yeah. Finally. So, um, this last Friday. So I was, I think like, I'm trying to remember last update I gave last week. And I think I was like asking you like basically how long until I should follow up. Yep. And so I think I had waited until Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't remember. And basically they were like, Hey, yeah, we confirmed you're like on the list. Typically just so you know, it takes seven to 10 days, but they'll be reaching out to you. And I was like, okay, so is that like seven to 10 days or is it like seven to 10 business days? I was like, that's a big difference. And so I was like, cause then technically tomorrow, I remember thinking tomorrow's day seven, whether that was Wednesday or Thursday, I don't remember, but I was like, tomorrow's day seven. So then I was like, hopefully I'll hear by Friday. Like, that's all I wanted. It was, I was like secret. I was just like, I want to hear by Friday. So on Monday, when we record, I can have an update like that's all I wanted I didn't want to say I was still waiting but so and it was and then it like hit Friday at like 10 o'clock and I remember thinking like they're not gonna call me it's like Friday like nobody does like any serious work yeah it's like this isn't I'm not gonna hear from them and they didn't call me till like late Friday it was like three or four o'clock like I wish as soon as I saw them on my caller ID I was like oh god I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up like <laughs> and then um so yeah they were like so do you have a specific time in mind or do you, um, and I was like, well, I do have a work trip. So I just, not that week. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, but other than that, I'm pretty flexible. And so she was like, how about Monday, May 8th? That's our first date available. And I was like, I'll take it. Like, oh which my God. happens to be, so I'm at work. I have a work event in San Diego for a couple days that week prior. And then other than that'll be the end of my work. Um, that week and then I'll take off the following week um so a month out so probably sometime around when this episode airs I should be hearing because I'll be close to about being a month out my surgery coordinator will call me to schedule my EKG my blood work and my COVID test kind of like can we just schedule this now like why do we have to wait like (laughs) I just like why does this go through so many people I know like just put it on the calendar like I just want to know when it's happening so I can just move on with my life because then I feel like I'm always having to like make my own reminders to be like hey make sure this gets scheduled like I don't understand why we can't just schedule everything anyways so then I did talk to my work so I was like hey I got my surgery date so this is happening Um, I told them as of right now, I wanted to take a week off. My boss was like, are you sure you don't want to take more? And I was like, of course I want to take more, (laughs) but I just feel like I don't want to take too like advantage too much because I know I'm going to be taking a lot of time off for the wedding between my bachelorette party and wedding and honeymoon and things like that. I just think after a week off, I'm God willing, have no issues. I mean, obviously if there's if it everything didn't go as perfect as planned and I need to take more time off, I will. But I think like the plan will be to just take that week off, adjust, get like 
into somewhat of a routine and then I'm going to take the remainder of May off work and and work from home so I just won't be going into the office so that'll be approximately like three more weeks on top of that um I'll just work from home I'm hoping by then I'll just be in more of a groove like and I'm just I just I remember I texted you last week while I was at the office and um it was just like they have so much shit and food and things like all over at my job like I was like oh my god I've been eating like crap all day and it was it was Taco Bell's birthday so there was like more stuff than even usual but like every day is like a different day it's like there's bagel there's like they always have like different things available whether it's donuts or bagels or cookies like there's something free every day um lunches are free on certain days like there's just always food like on our floor there's like right outside my office there is like a fountain machine and then there's like a whole rack of like peanut m&ms and gummy bears and trail mix and cookies and uh chips and like there's just endless and then in my office itself they our admin assistant is always just like flooding our coffee table with like (laughs) snack like she just buys like mixed assortments of snacks so you anything from like candy and chips and cookies and like suckers and just so much so I feel like I'm just surrounded by those temptations like so I'm like I just need some time away from that I think and obviously I know that's something I have to face at some point but does it have to be like my first weekend like no because it's going to be an adjustment for you like it's going to be weird going from like the week prior being able to meet eat like full meals all three meals to now just eating like what whatever amount of like protein shake you're allowed to drink at a time or like not even allowed to drink like physically can handle drinking at a time you know and it's going to be that that getting used to like knowing your limits too of like how much can you eat or drink exactly. without feeling you know overly stuffed to the point where you feel sick versus like you actually like want to feel like you're eating too so it is going to be an adjustment I think it's n- so nice you're so lucky that you have the um option to totally have this plan and take a week off just to really you know focus on recovery and getting used to it and then to just to be home for three more weeks after that is so nice Yeah, because I mean, even besides the temptations of being at work, I think just the getting in that, because especially in the beginning, when you can only take like a sip every couple minutes, like eating and drinking is such a process. And when I'm like going between meetings and I'm at the office, like I need to be able to like be home where I have my own resources and I'm able to like start like making sure I'm getting in the food and the protein and the water and everything that I need, like, so that I'm not feeling hungry or stuffed or like, because I only have 15 minutes to eat, but I I need to be able to eat for the next half hour. Like, so I just, I know it's going to be a lot. And then if that's the case, then I know I can take my camera off, like, and just not be on camera on zoom because I'm going to have to be trying to eat and drink throughout the meeting. And exactly. So I know it's going to be a lot of weird things like that. So I think just having that time figuring out how to freaking do that. Um, so has that was that all part of the classes where like they told you like, oh, like your first week, this is what you know, you kind of want your diet to be or whatever. Or 
is that something that you do in pre-op or post-op or like how do you know like what you're supposed to do yeah they've basically given you like uh okay for week one you're do just having this and then okay week two you're having this and then you introduce these things and then so you have an idea but I mean like for example like right after the surgery like I will it'll take to drink like an ounce it's gonna take me like the tiniest little it's gonna take forever like right there's gonna be like those like to I've heard like to drink a protein shake it could take you two hours like that kind of stuff like right where you have to set an alarm literally to like remind remind you you every five minutes to take a sip kind of thing and so it's just gonna be a lot to learn and um so because of that and there's so many like I just I keep remembering like oh my god all this paperwork I've been printing stuff out because they've sent me, I have so many, because the hospital has sent me stuff and the surgeon's office has sent me stuff and my insurance has sent me stuff. And so I'm like, I really need to just get all of this more organized. Um, so I printed out um, yesterday or over the weekend, I went, I just Googled like uh, April and May, 2023 calendar. And so I printed out both of those pages. And I basically like, I started like just writing in dates, like, okay, this is the date, like, I'm not drinking alcohol anymore. This is by this day. I'm not, I'm getting rid of diet Coke. Like, and then, so the week, so I'm basically like setting like date, like starting this week, um, only one diet Coke a day. Like I'm trying to like, rather than just saying I'm not drinking diet Coke anymore. I'm just trying to drink less and less every week as I, cause like right now I'm on my third Coke zero today. So I'm just trying to get to a point where in the next like week or two, I'm only having one a day and then I'm having none a day. And Right. So I just, so things like that. You already struggle with water, right? Oh yeah. So that, so that's, I'm putting like some water goals that I'm starting to put on the calendar. Awesome. Um, and then even specific vitamins, I have to like stop taking the ones I'm taking. And there's certain vitamins they want me to start taking like three weeks before my surgery date, certain medications I have to stop taking like two weeks before um, like two weeks before my surgery, I can't take like aspirin or ibuprofen anymore, Tylenol oh. only. And that's forever. Like they don't, because it's like a blood thinner, like they don't want you taking that gotcha. ever after your surgery. Oh, wow. So just things like that, that I want to be aware of and like constantly tracking and making sure I'm not missing anything. And, um, just trying to set myself up for success as much as I can. But, um, yeah, the big thing working on the water consumption and then just like moving more. I've swear the last like month, have you ever had plantar fasciitis? No. What is that something with your feet? Yes. Okay. So probably it was when I was married. So it was probably when I was at a higher weight, but this was many years ago. I had it really bad. Like literally like a lot of times people who get plantar fasciitis, it, is the worst in the morning. Like you literally get out of bed and you like go to like step and it's like needles and like, are just like, Oh my God. And you can hardly walk to the bathroom. Like I had it so bad at like, I would have to like crawl to the bathroom in the morning because I literally could not stand on my feet. Oh my God. And then, um, and then they give you like stretches and exercises to do to like help. And then there's not really a lot you can do for it. And then eventually it kind of just went away. And then Jeff had it bad for like a few months and then it just went away. He was like doing the exercises and stuff for it. Well, I've noticed I've been getting it again the last like month and I can't help but always assume like, I know it's like happens to people that don't battle with weight, but I'm like, 
I can't help but always think that whenever anything is wrong with me, it probably has to do with my weight. <laughs> so the plantar fasciitis, not only it's bothering me in the mornings, but it's starting to bother like in my left feet, my left heel. Like if I do any type of walking more than just like basic walking, like last night walking to the Ducks game or like last week when we were or two weeks ago when we were at Disneyland, like my foot is just killing me. Oh my gosh. And so I'm like between that and then like my back pain has been so bad again. Like anytime I'm doing any type of like physical activity for an extended period of time, like literally like, cause we park far from like, you know, where we park to go to the Ducks game. It's not like yes. that far, but it's, it's like a 10, 15 minute walk. And like, by the time I get to the stadium, like my back is like killing me. Oh, or no. by the time, and like, and so it's just like things like that. Like, I'm like, I'm so ready to like freaking get this going and get started. And because I've just like, I feel like the last month, especially I have been super miserable and really feeling it again and really getting to the point where I'm like, oh my God, this was literally how I was feeling. This was exactly what kickstarted my weight loss journey. Like my goal was to never get back to there again. And I was like, oh my God, I'm back there again. Like this was all the miserable things I was feeling in 2017 that made me like, be like enough is enough. And I really need to lose weight. And I was like, and as I've slowly gained weight over the last, like, however many years it's been now, six, seven years, it's like, and well, the weight gain has been the last like four years, but I'm like, I'll, I, it was just like, it crept and it crept. And I'm like, I just don't ever want to be the, the person I was when I was at my highest in 2016. And I feel like I'm kind of like getting there again. I'm feeling like that person again. And I'm just like, so ready to be done with that. So no, I'm, <sighs> I'm so like proud of you for making this decision and so excited for you too, because I think it's going to be like one of the hardest things you've ever done in your entire life. For sure. Um, like just getting past that initial like period of like, like it's going to be hard mentally. Like you uh-huh. are probably going to have days where you are just like, why the fuck did I do this? You know? hundred percent. Um, But I think like in the end, you're just, you're going to be like so much happier and like, just feel like feeling better period is going to make it all worth it. You know, it's yeah. going to be, I don't doubt for one second that it's going to be a huge, huge, huge adjustment and a huge mental mind fuck that you can't eat and drink the way that you did or some of the things that you did before but I definitely think it's um it's going to be worth it and you're and thank god we have the resources we have now like thank god you can just hop on Instagram or TikTok and do a quick search for VSG and see what people eat in a day or their recovery whatever I, I definitely follow some great um weight loss surgery, like nutritionist accounts who share some great stuff. But even like, I was looking at some wedding stuff on Pinterest the other day and I was like, oh, I should just search like, like weight loss surgery, like meal ideas or something. And there's so much stuff on there. And I was like, oh, so I started like saving a ton of stuff on there. I was like, okay, Pinterest is going to be my best friend again. And I've been saving ideas as I see them on Instagram, but It's going to be quite the adjustment, but I'm very excited, very nervous. I just, I like look at things I've done in the past, like when I did Whole30 and I remember how mad I was some days and how grumpy I was some days and like 
I was like, why am I doing this? And that was only full 30. Like I could have quit any day. Like once I do this, I can't quit. But, um, I feel like I'm like whole 30 was like nothing compared to what this is going to (laughs) be, but I'm just going to do it. And I know I'll get through it. And it's just freaking food. It's just like, it's just food. Like, and you're going to be like the rest of my life is all great. Like I need to just get over it and exactly. It's hard though. It's like so many of the things that we actually almost always, almost everything I can assume that we do at least speaking for you and I, socially has to do with food or drinks. It's either a brewery or dinner or brunch or everything, you know, and so So get ready for me to bug you and make you do things that aren't eating and drinking. We're going to start doing 5Ks. Hell no, I'm not that friend. (laughs) Um, But no, I'm so excited for you and I feel like we've been talking about this and talking about this and talking about this and you've documented your whole process and it's always kind of felt like it's right around the corner like that we'll know and you'll be there but at the same time like it's always kind of felt like oh it'll never come like it'll never be like we've just been talking about it so long and I'm like the fact like when you text me on Friday and was like I got the date. It's May 8th. I was like, oh my God, that's like, first of all, so soon. I know. That they just give you a surgery date like that soon is so crazy. But also thank God they do because I'm sure it would be so easy to talk yourself out of it if they were like, okay, six months from now. I know they were, it was definitely because they had prepped me that it could be usually up to around two months. And so I was like preparing for like six to eight weeks. So when I got a date that was like five weeks out, I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, and that's so many, uh, June, July, August, September. So it's like just shy of six months until my wedding. So that's like crazy to think about how much weight I could lose by my wedding. And uh, I don't know. It's, it'll be a lot and we'll get through it. I just think how like for the longest time when I first was like, I was super nervous to talk about it on the podcast. And then I finally did, but I always gave like an out the out I was always like I'm going through it I don't know if I'm 100% gonna do it but I just want to share with you along the journey and I might change my mind at any given time and it's just like I mean I don't think I'm changing my mind folks (laughs) (laughs) it's happening I I just paid my deductible they already charged (laughs) me so I think I think it's happening oh my gosh well I'm so excited for you I didn't even ask but I don't think they give refunds I don't think so. <laughs> Not really sure, but what about you? How's your so, food and nutrition been going lately? The nutrition part is like not great lately. Like I've really been struggling and I've been like, because I'm so consistent with like the workout part of it, which is bizarre. Like I was, I guess I've always been that. I've always done better with like the workout part of it, whether that's walking or grit cycle or my workouts, um, than the food part. Um, but I think I've been a little bit in denial of like how out of control I've gotten with the food part, like how off track I am. Like I was doing so well in the beginning and like had so much like discipline with this and like motivation and was just killing it. And I'm like the day's 
that I'm not doing it are way more than the days that I am. And that's frustrating because I'm starting to see the scale go up. I'm starting to feel it on my body. Like just as quick as like people start noticing like changes in your face or whatever, like you notice it yourself as soon as it comes back, you know? Yeah. And so that's frustrating. Um, it's really, really, really hard. And this is like the most frustrating part for me is like, anytime I've tried something like Weight Watchers, I did so well in the beginning, lost 45 pounds in four months or whatever, went on a vacation around Thanksgiving. And then just, it was impossible to get back on track. And I feel like I'm in that exact same place of like, it's so hard to like refocus and get back on track once you've allowed yourself to fall off. Yeah. And I can't even really like pinpoint where I allowed myself to fall off. I think it's probably a little bit of the holidays, which I tried really hard over the holidays, did not let it go overboard. And I did better than I thought I would do. But I also think like a big part of it has been like my living situation, like moving, like going from living by myself and controlling what I want to eat all the time and just worrying about me to moving in with Jordan and, you know, having to make things that he wants to eat too. And I very well could like make him, and this is like our setup. Like this is part of like our agreement of what we, you know, pay and rent or whatever. Like I'm in charge of making dinner. Um, and so it's really hard for me to like make him something that's delicious and then go eat like my meal prep or something. Yeah. And so, I could have more discipline and I could do that. Um, And there are nights I do, but there's more nights where I don't. So that's been really hard. And like, I'm not blaming Jordan, but I do think like that's been a huge adjustment for me is it's a lot easier to do something when it's just you and you don't have anybody else in the room. And like, there's not somebody else having fun while you're watching kind of thing. Yeah. Um, So that's been hard. Um, I mean, well, I was sorry to interrupt and make it about me, but I'm, that <laughs> is one thing that like I've been mentally nervous about lately is thinking about how it's going to be with me and Jeff when I like, cause he obviously know, like eventually I'll start cooking for us again. But like in the very beginning, like it's going to be kind of every man for himself. I'm not going to still cook him dinner every night. And you and can't even eat it when I can't eat it. <laughs> no, but I, I also don't want him like going out and bringing over like, chipotle and in and out in front of me either so yeah. i like, think you, you, you can gotta, go you and step eat. up to the kitchen jeff yeah and he that's the thing i know he's not like he's just not like before he met me same as jordan like he would just eat out all the time like he had his routine places that he would go to constantly and like yeah so i have a feeling like if i'm not making it he's gonna just go get something yeah so. i hate that and i i hate like there's been nights where like I'll have something planned that I'm going to make for Jordan. And then like, I will be in the, the mindset of eating my meal prep, but then he'll decide he doesn't want what I was going to make. And he's like, you know, it's been a while since I postmated. So I'm going to postmate something or whatever, DoorDash something. And then I'm like instantly like, so I have, sit, I have to sit here and eat my ground chicken and yeah. you get to go like, like it's total FOMO and it's like yes. okay, I'm the one that's set goals. I want delivery food. Yeah, it's really, really hard. Like that mental like discipline part of it is definitely the hardest. And I was watching somebody's stories today. Um, and she was talking about how like there's people that 
go on diet. Well, a lot of people go on certain kind of diets, whether it's calorie counting, weight watchers, macro, whatever kind of diet it is where you're really, really strict during the week. And then you kind of let loose on the weekends, which is what I was doing up until I wasn't really doing much. And she was like, you don't lose weight that way. Like you constantly are gaining and losing like the same five pounds over and over. And I feel like six months into working with this fat loss coach, I feel like that's where I am. I am now at a place where, cause in the beginning you always kill it. Right. So like I killed it in the beginning and now I'm at the standstill where I lose and gain the same five pounds over and over again, because I don't have any, or I didn't have any discipline on the weekends. And right now I don't have any discipline period. So that's frustrating. I'm just disappointed in myself. I feel like for every year from what I can remember, I've always had this feeling like at the end of summer or during summer where it's like, you know what, I'm getting my shit together. I don't want to like feel like I can't wear shorts this summer I, or next summer. I don't want to feel uncomfortable in a bathing suit at the pool, like blah, blah, blah. Like I, I have 365 days from right now. I am not going to be feeling this way next summer and summer rolls around and I'm feeling the same way. And so I'm just like, God, this is like, a, for, I, for as long as I can remember. So it has to be yeah. like 20 plus years. I can remember feeling this way, you know? Yeah. And well, that's disappointing because I'm just not, and I know like body positivity, wear the shorts, wear the bikini, whatever, but like, it's also important to be comfortable in your body. Oh, I mean, I've been very, it, I've absolutely like, I, I mean, I wear a bikini when I'm home by myself, like when it's just me and Jeff, but I don't wear a bikini with everybody else around, but I definitely like, as much as I don't like wearing shorts and tank tops, cause I don't like the way I look like I do still do it because but I'm still not just because I'm embracing it. It doesn't mean I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, comfortable. like I'll do it, but it doesn't mean I'm loving it. Like I'm doing it because I don't want to be hot. Exactly. And I'm like, (laughs) I just wish, I just wish I was comfortable basically. uh, Same thing. Like I'll wear shorts if it's really hot. Um, I'll, I'll wear a bathing suit. It depends on my mood as far as what type of bathing suit that is. But like, I will be quick to like walk out with my cover up or whatever, wait till like there's something going on and I have a moment to like get in the pool. Like I'm not trying to strut my stuff getting into a pool anytime anymore, you know? I mean, and and it took me a long place to even get to where I am now. Like I can't tell you how, I mean, and I would kill to look like I did even 18 years ago, but like in college and stuff, like I went to so many pool parties where I just like sat there with my legs in the pool. Like I didn't even want to get in a bathing suit in front of like all of these people. And now I do it constantly around people because we have people at our pool all the time, but it's just took me a long time to get to that place. And just because I hate the way I feel and look in a bathing suit, I don't care anymore what other people think. It's more just my own personal feelings more than my feelings of people judging me. Like people know I'm fat with clothes on. Like they don't think I'm like, like I take my clothes off and they see me in a bathing suit and they're like all of a sudden shocked I'm fat. Like, oh wait, she's fat. Like, no, you knew I was fat in it, whether it's a t-shirt, like a tank top shorts, like I'm fat no matter what I wear. So let me just wear what I'm going to be most comfortable in. No, that's kind of how I've always like thought, like when I'm trying to like cover up and wear like these certain things. And it's like, girl, they still know you're fat. Like you're not like you might as well just be comfortable exactly so yeah, it's like if I'm covering up for other what other people think I'm that's just stupid amen, um, amen I just what um okay so what is like something small we can do 
that you feel like can help you get back into a zone because we got summer coming and I want you to be comfortable. We have bachelorette party. We just booked the Airbnb this last oh, yeah. weekend. No, I'm like, I have all these things I'm trying to like get it together for. And for me, so I just had my renewal come up with my um, fat loss coach. Like I've done six months with her. So she was kind of like, where are we at? Do you still want to work together whatever? And so I committed to three more months. So I have three more months of like the workout programming with her and three more months of the macros. And I'm kind of going to decide in those three months, like if I get myself on track and start killing it again, then I'll continue to work with her. If I'm not doing the work, I'm not going to pay her to like put this illusion out into the world that I'm going to lose weight because I'm paying somebody for something because ultimately I still have to do the work. So I'm really going to decide in these next three months, like if macros is for me, because it is complicated. Like there is a lot that goes into tracking macros. And I really liked it in the beginning because I just felt like, from a health perspective, like this is so good for me. Like I'm getting everything I need into my day versus like Weight Watchers or calorie counting. You spend all your calories or all your points on carbs. Yeah. You might not eat as much, but like you can eat what you want. So I'm really trying to decide. Is Is she only a macros? Like, is that her thing? Like if you said, Hey, I just feel like I could get back into this if I was just doing calorie counting, would she so she does that with she, you? macros is her thing, but I can also bump down to just doing the workout programming with her and not even working with her on like the nutrition level. So if I were to decide to just do something as simple as the lose app where like I track yeah. my calories or whatever, like I can do that part on my own for $40 a year or whatever. And, and I'm already paying that to track my macros with her and then just pay her for my workouts. Um, so that's something I'll decide, but yeah, I do feel like I need to reel that in because I, even though summer's right around the corner, like, I feel like there's still a lot of time to feel better. Yeah. I mean, you said you have three more months, three more months. That's end of June. That's like just kicking off summer. Like, yep. So, and I'm like, I don't want to spiral. Like I don't want, because this is what I did last time. Like when I fell off, I spiraled. I kept telling myself like, oh, you already ate that today. Like just keep eating like shit the rest of the day and start tomorrow. And then tomorrow would come and it'd be something else. And it's like the uh, the all or nothing mentality. I feel like I made so much progress with and now I'm struggling with again. And it's just like so frustrating. The all or nothing mentality and the spiraling is a freaking struggle for me right now. I have been struggling with this mentality of... I need to eat this right now because I'm not going to be able to eat this in a month. Yeah. And so I like bought like, cause I like never really keep like a lot of like sweets and stuff. And like I bought ice cream over the weekend. I bought cereal over the weekend, like things that like, I literally don't have, I like, but I don't keep (laughs) regularly. Like I buy a box of cereal once or twice a year because I do love breakfast cereal. And so it's like something fun I would get once in a while, but like literally bought cereal. I bought ice cream, like all these things. I'm having this mentality. Like the other night I told Jeff, I was like, Oh, we have to go to dinner here before. Like, I'm just thinking of like all these things I like have to do. And I have to eat as if it's like my freaking last supper. And (laughs) I'm just like, I feel like it's like, dude, I'm supposed to be like trying to make these changes and adjusting where at the same time, I feel like I'm spiraling into this, like, I got to have it before I can't. Yes. 
And, and so, that's where like, I'm also like, maybe I should just go back and like re-watch her mindset videos from, you know, the first 12 weeks that I worked with her because those were like such a game changer for me. Then and I totally like do it, that. If they're not, I mean, if you enjoyed them and they're not like, I would do that. You have that resource that you paid for. Like, and I want, like, I want to get back into like a better, better mindset. So I think that's definitely something that I could do, um, just to get back into it. And like, honestly, just getting back into it, like just deciding like tomorrow's the day I have my lunch made, my dinner planned, whatever, and like actually sticking to it no matter what. And I'm also, I've been slacking with the water intake too. I love water. I'm just so lazy with water. Um, But I honestly feel like water makes you feel better, makes you look better, um, and honestly helps with keeping you full too. So I think if I got better with just something as simple as drinking water, um, that would be a big- I had gotten so good about water during the pandemic. Like- because remember, like in the pandemic, we were all about like making all these like good changes. And I really did. I got super into like the flavor, water flavor powders and stuff. And I just got like so good with it. And I do enjoy some of those. Like I'm still not a huge fan of just like water on its own, except when I'm like dehydrated or when it's like really <laughs> hot out and I'm like dying of thirst. But um, there is so many like water enhancers and stuff that I do enjoy. So I'm like, I just, I mean, I know I have to get back in it because that's going to be all I'm going to be drinking for a while. So, okay. I have back to the water conversation really quick. I have like this weird thing with water where like, I have like my huge Stanley, right? Like this is like the 40, 40, okay. 40 ounces. And I will fill it up in the morning and take it to work with me. And I like literally treat work like it's a desert and I'm going to have nowhere to fill it up. And like, I'm like rationing 40 ounces of water all day. Like there's nowhere in my building I can fill up my water. So, Do you get like that? No, wait. So there isn't actually a place or you're no, just- there been- is. But oh. like, I, I have like this weird like thing where I have to like ration 40 ounces of water over an entire day. So you don't, uh, so you don't drink any of it. You take it to work and then you don't drink it? Is that what no, you're saying? No, I like literally take like all day to drink my water bottle. Oh. It's like- it's like an accessory at this point. Except I fill my Stanley in the morning and then I realize at the end of my work day, like, cool, you didn't have any of it yet. Like, <laughs> get to it. Like, I literally, I'll fill it up. I'll be like, all right, today I'm going to drink my 40 by lunch. And then it's like, end of day, I'm like, did I even take a sip of this? Like, And that's how I am. I'm like, when the part of my day, except for working out, I drink a lot of water while I'm working out. But like the time of day where I drink the most water is right before I go to bed. Cause I think my body's like, wait, you're going to sleep. You haven't like hydrated whatsoever. See, I can't today. do that because then I have to pee all night. Oh, I do too. But that's just when it, that's just when it happens. So oh, see, I like never pee in the middle of the night and I get mad when I, cause if I do drink a lot before bed, then I have to get up in the middle of the night and I never yes. usually do. So then I'm mad. It's the worst. But, but how was your weekend? <sighs> Weekend was good. Not like a ton going on. House got cleaned on Friday. So that was amazing because there's nothing better. But I definitely refused to cook. I had like a meal to cook on Friday, but I was like, okay, the house just got clean. Like, I'm not about to go dirty up my kitchen by making (laughs) dinner. So there's a cute little boutique hotel that I think I've talked about on here that just opened up at the circle near us. Um, it's called the Richmond and it's like beautiful. It's a little boutique hotel. They have like an event space. They have, um, 
I think 10 to 12 hotel rooms. They all look decorated like super cute. And then they have what's called like the Richmond living room, which is a little bar area. And so I've been like dying to go there, but I like always just think about it when I see somebody there or, oh my God, I just got so scared. Jeff was just like (laughs) at my window. Sorry. Um, and I always just like, I never think about it when it's like Jeff and I thinking about like, what should we go do? And I finally was like, okay, Friday, like tonight we're going to go. I want to check this place out. So we got there. I always hear it's really small and it gets super busy. And since it was a Friday, I was like, they open at five. Let's try to get there as close to five as possible. And so we did. We got there just shortly after five. We sat at the bar and the cocktails were great. It's great. They have a small food menu. Um Oh my God. They had like homemade potato chips with like a homemade French onion dip. Oh my God. That was like incredible. Jeff got like a flatbread pizza that he said was pretty good. I got a burger. It was a little undercooked. It was like a good burger, not the best burger I've ever had, but it was good. Um, But I would say the highlight was the chips and then oh, their truffle fries. Oh my God. Holy hell. It was the fries had like this truffle salt and then a truffle aioli. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. So the fries and the chips were both amazing. (laughs) And then the cocktails were really good too. So would you say it's a better like meet there for drinks in an app and then go to dinner somewhere else place? I think so. Well, the dinner menu is super small. Like I want to say there's four entrees. There's like three different types of flatbreads. And then there's like a burger, a chicken sandwich, ceviche and that might even be it it's like oh, very, okay. and then there's very like limited. a few different like little snacky type things and stuff too but um I think they're definitely because there's not even like tables to sit at it's like lounge chairs with like coffee tables oh, or like okay. small so was it packed? oh yeah it was like we got we were able to sit at the bar right the bar sat maybe like 12 people and then there's little areas to sit as well and I would say we were one of the last people to fill it up. Maybe okay. another one or two parties came in and then it was like a wait after that. Oh, wow. But I would definitely, I I think Jeff and I both agreed, like we'd go have drinks, get a snack, get those fries again, get the chips and then um, go walk somewhere else for dinner at the circle. Gotcha. But cute little spot. Definitely recommend it. We'll have to go. I mean- Maybe. I don't know. I can't drink there anymore. So <laughs> I decided. So I had gotten, um, they had a different type of, it wasn't really an Aperol spritz, but it was something similar to that. And it came in like this big wine goblet and it had a pretty slice of grapefruit and a sprig of rosemary in it. And after I was done with my cocktail, I poured my glass of water in there. And then the bartender was like, Ooh, I love what you did with your water there. And I was like, honestly, <laughs> it tastes really good. And then I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. Like when I go to bars, I'm going to ask for like my water in a wine glass with like, with like the garnishes gar- with garnishes. So I can feel like I'm drinking something good. Yeah. And if it's pretty, cause sometimes like, let's be honest, when you go to like get a craft cocktail, sometimes the way it looks is like the best part. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so if my water is pretty, then maybe I'll be happy. <laughs> mentally you'll be drinking I'm just bummed like honestly I'm truly just bummed I can't drink like sparkling because that's like I know I mean if you could just give me a club soda with like a spritz of cranberry like I would be stoked but I'm not even supposed to have that for a while so it's like water I guess fine (laughs) water is gonna be your best friend 
so much water talk. Um, but yeah, so that was um Friday, and then okay, you guys, Stephanie started Love is Blind. I have watched so I've only watched this new season, which is season four, right? Correct. But and did I've you watched... watch all five episodes? Yes. So I okay. just finished. Um, I I watched everything over the weekend except I fell asleep during like the middle of episode five. Uh huh. So I just finished it tonight. Thank and you. And I really like it. I told you. I've been telling you this for the last okay. four years. So I will say. I want to say it was like season one, like when the show first came out. I did give it a try before we even talked about it I think like when it was new new I gave it a try and I was so thrown off by the pod thing and how they talk through a wall and I was like this is so freaking stupid uh-huh. and so I never even like got past the part like when they were out of the pod and the pods like, are so quick the pods are only two episodes and I never realized they leave the pods like I literally uh, thought okay. that was like the whole thing and so now that I know they leave the pods and like now you know they go to Mexico and to be fair also- I wish we got more pod stuff I think this is the best season that I could have started watching it too because it's in Seattle. <laughs> All I so, thought was I would not go to Seattle because I did not think any of these people are good looking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's always like a lot of guys that I think are hot. And I was like, I'm not really attracted to any of these. I'm people. not really attracted to any of the guys either. Um, okay, well, let's. I'm so happy you watched. I'm so happy you're caught up. <laughs> um, and before I continue on my weekend, I just want to talk Love is Blind for a few minutes. Can we do that? We can absolutely do it. Okay. So if you're behind, so when this drops, the next like few episodes are already going to be out, but we're only going to talk about stuff from like the first five episodes that dropped. So let's just go rather than like breaking down each episode and like going deep into that. Let's just talk the like five couples. Okay. Um, so first one, uh, I think her name's Jack. It's like something I think they call her Jackie though I don't really know what her actual name is but Jacqueline or something yeah Jack Jackie and Marshall thoughts so she's the one with the super curly hair right yes um she's not my favorite I feel like she's she's super dramatic but not in like a reality tv dramatic way like that we want to see it's like a sob story like poor me victim-y dramatic yeah, I don't know. I don't get like an amazing vibe from her. I really like Marshall, her fiance though. Marshall with two L's. Mar- is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> Does sound familiar. Like, isn't that how um, I think he's name? cute. I honestly think he's cute. Honestly, I think that I remember thinking that in the first episode. I was like, I think the only guys that are like decent looking are the black guys. Like I felt like the only ones that I felt were like decent looking were the black guys. And I remember Mar- thinking Marshall was cute. Um, but yeah, there wasn't, I feel like I've already, I binged all of them in one sitting. <laughs> so I feel like I'm already like forgetting stuff, but I didn't get, was Jackie and Marshall, Marshall was the, so there was the other guy too that like wanted to propose to her, right? And it looks like he comes back in like a future episode. Did we see That's that? What in it looked preview? like, like in the upcoming. Yeah. Um, I don't know who that, who was that? I don't, his name was like, I don't remember what his name was, but I remember him and Marshall being like battling for who she was going to pick kind of thing. Oh. Um, but next couple, Paul and Micah. So I feel like I like Paul. 
I think I like Paul too. He's fine. Because Paul's just like nerdy and like cute nerdy. And Micah, I feel like there's something just like so shady about her. Like I feel like she belongs on like Vanderpump rules or something. <laughs> like I just feel like she's not trustable. And I feel like I feel Is like trustable her- a word. Trustable. Is Isn't that not it trust? Well, I know trust is trustworthy. Yeah. Is trustable a thing? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So even before they met, like I felt like her and Kwame, is it Kwame? 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 Like I felt like they had a way better connection than her and Paul did. And I felt like it was so weird. A hundred percent. Like it was so weird. Like when Kwame or whatever went to like propose to her and she was like oh this is too rushed I need a slow burn or whatever and then yeah. she told Paul like I I want a slow burn with you and I was like okay like he that's something that like he would say like he looks like John Mayer like that's something that like he would say <laughs> to her that sounded it just felt like something that like she wouldn't say like to anybody yeah. you know and um, I felt like it was a missed connection that her and Kwame were like way better of a connection. But I was like disappointed in the Mexico pool incident where more so for Kwame. Or- uh, I was very disappointed in Kwame because I really liked him up until this point. Yes. And, and I'm sorry, but, like you're such a dick. That's honestly, this happens every season. There's always a pool incident every season because there's always one of the couples I feel like every season there's always one girl or one guy that was between two of the girls or two of the guys that ended up there. Yeah. So there's always like the seeing them for the first time and being like, oh, that's the person I like missed out on and stuff. And then there's always a pool conversation because the other girl knows that this was like. And I I feel like Micah is like bad news because I feel like she's leading him on by these pool conversations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though she's not, like, saying I want to be with you or anything. She's just very flirty. But then she gets on, like, her, like, couch talks or whatever and says, like, I'm so in love with Paul. I'm going to marry Paul. So it's, like, I feel like he's starting to have second thoughts about Chelsea. But she's claiming to be into Paul but leading him on to have second thoughts about Chelsea. Micah's one of those girls that she wants to know that, like, Everybody likes her. Yeah. So she's like, I still want Kwame to want me. Yeah. Even though I'm with Paul. Even if I'm with Paul, like, I want to know that he's regretting the decision that he's with Chelsea. on. So I don't know. She, I feel, I get mean girl vibes from her, just like I get from our next couple, Arena. Arena, is that her name? Yes. The worst person ever. So Arena is my least favorite on the whole show. She's an awful human being. And, but before we get into them as a couple, I was dying because first episode in, you were like, I love Zach so much. And do you still love Zach so much? No. (laughs) I loved him because he's the one that like sang, right? Yeah, he definitely sang. (laughs) Yeah, you were like, oh, talk to me in a couple episodes or whatever. Oh my God. He's super, I mean, but this is the thing. He's such super awkward, but is he super awkward because he was put in the shittiest like situation? Like when you immediately like propose to a girl and she doesn't even want to kiss you. And then she says you look like a cartoon character and like 
how like she's a mean girl she doesn't know or he doesn't know how to act like how am i and literally this girl like said she loved me i proposed to her and like she's treating me like like i don't know like so i do think he's an awkward individual but i also think he's awkward in this hand he was dealt are they the couple who in the last episode um like I think it was a preview of what's to come or the last episode. I can't remember, but she was like, we don't even have sex or something like that. I think that was them. I think that was them. I don't remember because they end it ends in episode five where they're like, they break up. Yes. So, so what happens on the show when they break up? Do they just leave the show? This is the first breakup that has happened prior to the wedding. Oh, so we've never dealt with this before. Okay, everybody always makes it to the wedding and then they break up at the wedding or they get married. Gotcha. Um, but we do see that then. So the big thing was that Zach and Arena were, um, like he was between Arena and Bliss, and so now he's like, oh my god, did I like screw up by not picking Bliss? So we do see that in a future episode, he's gonna like reconnect with her back in Seattle. Oh, okay. So I'll be curious to see where that goes. Um, next we have Kwame and Chelsea. So I like each one of them individually. I don't like them together. Um, I okay, so Chelsea immediately I was like, this girl said she's 30. To me, she looks 45. <laughs> Um, she just puts off like older vibe. Like she does yeah. not put off. I'm not saying she looks because she does look a little older to me. I'm not saying she looks old, but she does look a little older to me. But she also just like kind of puts off this like super adult vibe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's I don't know, she's interesting. I don't really have any big complaints on her. Kwame I liked a lot, but and then I was super disappointed with how he handled the situation with Micah. I just feel like I hope Chelsea continue because I feel like she is smart and I hope she continues to be smart because I feel like she's going to end up with her heart broken. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, I don't remember much else to say about them. Uh, Tiffany and Brett is our last couple. I like them. I have no complaints to say about them. There's always the one easy couple every season that like just makes sense. And I feel like that's. I mean, I don't know about previous seasons, but I feel like they do make sense. They physically, you know, sometimes there's couples that like physically look like they go together. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they physically like look like they belong together and they just both have like personalities that like mesh really well. Um, Have you looked up any of these people on Instagram? No, I usually do that by now, but I haven't yet. So I did. And I'm trying to remember who it is that has like a ton of followers. Um, is it Tiffany? I can't remember. One of them has like a ton of followers, but everybody else has like very normal levels of followers, like 10,000 or. Yeah. It gets worse as like time goes on. Um, I am like looking up Tiffany right now to try, try to see, but I don't know what her name is. So I think I forgot what it is too. Um, but I didn't like actually follow any of them. I just did a little stalking. But then on my TikTok, I'm just like mindlessly scrolling my For You page. And one of Micah's um, TikTok videos like came up as like a uh-huh. just on my For You page. And I was like, oh, 
So it was like one of those, like, follow me in a day, like a daily vlog where she talks it out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But everything was in Seattle. So I was all excited because I'm from Seattle. <laughs> but I went to her page and I'm like, she's not worth a follow yet. So she hasn't earned my, she hasn't earned my trust. Honestly, I'm like, typically <laughs> within a couple weeks of Love is Blind, I start, you're going to just see it like all over. You don't have to follow any of these people because you'll get it enough in your For You page that you'll get to just catch up based on things that get shared. <laughs> exactly. Um. Okay, well, I'm so excited that you finally watched. <laughs> I do think so far I like this season better than last season. I don't think, I think season one and two are still like my favorites, but I am liking this season more than last season right now. So nice. that's good. But yeah, so besides my love is blind binge, <laughs> um, I had, I think I had shared, I don't know. Did I share about the Taco Bell and Yeasty Boys thing I was working on? I can't remember if you shared it just with me or on here. I know. So Yeasty Boys, for those who aren't in the area, or even if you are and you don't know, Yeasty Boys is like a super popular breakfast food truck bagels situation um, out in the LA area. They have like, I don't know, six, seven trucks on any given day in the LA area. Um, So if you are around here, definitely check them out. They have some amazing food. Anyways, the owner of Yeasty Boys is a huge Taco Bell fan. We did a collab for our 60th anniversary with them last year and then decided to work on like a huge promotion for to promote Taco Bell breakfast. And we did a collab with them over this last weekend. It was a project I got to work on the last few months that was super fun. And um, so I went to go check it out on Saturday so I could see the truck in the wild. Like we wrapped trucks and we had all the food was like hybrid of Taco Bell and Yeasty Boys breakfast and it was super cool. And I had shared about it last week once I was able to announce it. Um, and a few of you guys went and checked it out and sent me pictures and stuff. So thank you guys for checking it out and supporting. That's pretty cool. And um, yeah, other than that, we just did a lot of stuff around the house. I've been feeling like super behind on just life things like between laundry and whatnot. And we went to a nur- the nursery, got some flowers and plants to like update some of our stuff for spring that we do every year and then we went to a ducks game and it's our second to last game of the season so just trying to enjoy that because we're probably not going to get our tickets next season because of the wedding just don't need like additional costs and stuff so jeff's like let's just not do our season tickets let's just pick like a few games three or four games get tickets for those and call it a day and i was like probably probably the right thing to do so there you go I also can't believe baseball starts this week. So excited. That's crazy. I know. Um, but how about you? How was your weekend? It was good. Um, going back to last Wednesday, I had plans with um, so I've I always refer to her as my ex-sister-in-law on the podcast, Joey's sister. Uh-huh. And she when I saw her, she was like, Can we come up with a def- different name for me? She's like, ex-sister-in-law just seems so harsh. And I'm like, <laughs> I agree. Um, so if anybody has any like recommendations for what they call their ex-sister-in-law, like <laughs> she's like, cause it has to be more than friend. You can't call me your friend. Like we're more than friends. Like we're basically family. <laughs> um, but anyways, I'll just, for now, I'll just call her my sister-in-law. I hung out with her and my godson. We had plans to go to Disneyland, but yeah. it rained because Southern California weather has been awful. So instead, uh, my godson was on spring break. So we met up and we went bowling and did dinner instead. Um, and that was super fun. 
Thursday, I went to dinner with one of my friends to celebrate um, an accomplishment that she had. She's been in her master's program for to become a speech language pathologist. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And um, she finished like her test, which I think is called a praxis or something like that. I clearly know everything. (laughs) Uh, So we went out to celebrate. That was nice. The weekend, I really, really wanted a mellow weekend with no plans. Like I just kind of wanted like if we ended up doing something great, but like I didn't want to like have to get out of bed in the morning for anything or set an alarm so my weekend was exactly that. It was so nice. Friday, we just um made like a pasta dinner at home, opened a bottle of wine, picked a movie to watch, and we're just like home in our pajamas all night. Let's watch. We watched, it was on Netflix. No, no, no. It was on, oh my God, I can't remember. I shared it in my stories. It's some scary movie. I think it's on HBO Max. Oh yeah. I was uh, going to say, was that the night you watched Burt Kreischer? But that was, uh, you did share. I wanted to see that. How was it? I don't remember what the like, was, but I remembered it was something I wanted to see. I'd rate it like a solid six out of 10, like better than average, but not great. It was like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, right? Yes. It's like yeah, something, it was, like, whatever something his newest cabin. Movie. Yeah. Something about a cabin. <laughs> Horrible. I know. But um, I know what movie you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was that. And then Saturday, so we had no alarm Saturday, but we got up. Um, I had like a couple exchanges I had to do at some stores. And so we went out and ran errands. We got a sushi lunch. And then I was just productive at home, getting some cleaning and just stuff done around the house. And then Sunday, another day with no alarm. And we did Trader Joe's like when we woke up. So we did not do an early Trader Joe's thing. And then the rest of the day, we just relaxed at home all day. And it was so nice and so needed. Like there was a point on Sunday where I started to get stir crazy. Like I was like, I want to do something because we haven't done anything. Uh-huh. Um, but I was like, chill, like you're going to have the next few weekends are busy. So I feel like every once in a while, you just need that weekend where you just like sure. have nothing going on, you know? I agree. So it wasn't very exciting, but it was very, very needed. And life picks up again now. So <laughs> yeah. it'll be fine. But you ready for some bed wet dead? Okay, sure. You ready for the the Ryan edition? Girl, this was the easiest one for me ever. Was <laughs> it easy for you? This was like I did have to think about it a little bit, but it's funny because when I just said the Ryan, so this one was submitted by one of our listeners um, a while ago, and. I think she gave us the three Ryans, I'm pretty sure. But as soon as I said the Ryan edition right now, I'm like, why did we not add Seacrest to this? Like, I love Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> because Ryan Seacrest, nobody thinks of Ryan Seacrest as a heartthrob. The three Ryans we picked have all been like a heartthrob at some point in their prime. And I our Ryans today Ryan are Seacrest Ryan Reynolds. What'd you say? I said I did think he was a heartthrob at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I so never anyways, we'll move on from Ryan, Ryan talk, I need to know when was this like during his American Idol like season one days like this was what... like American I'm trying to think of what year this would have been this would have been probably when I was like 19 to like 24 or something oh so you had a solid five years with Ryan because oh, before before you had like Spotify and play and podcasts and stuff like every day on my way to work was like Ryan's Roses Ryan, oh, Ryan's Ryan, 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 Ryan. oh my god oh yeah <laughs> loved me some Ryan's Roses um literally I would be like late I'd be like sitting in my car and I'm like oh my god we have not called you like waiting for them to I'm like I have to go into work but like I can't like <laughs> 
I have to wait Same. until they make the call. Uh, <laughs> okay. Ryan's edition, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Felipe. All right. Who are you going to bed with? Oh, Gosling. Okay. I have, I wrote, this, okay. I wrote it down wrong, but yes, I'm also going, no, I'm going to bed with Ryan Reynolds. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. I wrote their names down wrong on two of them, but my, my, um, reasoning made it made sense so ryan okay. reynolds i am going to bed with because a he's just so incredibly good looking like i mean yeah that's why i want him forever and i'm marrying him um but also like i have other reasoning for the, my other guy that i'm gonna marry but i just also think like even just a simple like hookup could lead me to a friendship with taylor swift and <laughs> taylor swift is the godmother of his child really i didn't know that yes like the song betty or whatever is Uh like has something to do like with their kid so are her and um serena like friends or something i said serena because that's her freaking name on gossip girl what's her name blake lively blake lively they're i believe they're married no i know they're married blake lively and taylor swift friends yes yep they're like super good friends like good enough that Taylor Swift is the godparent of one yeah. of them. So. Oh my gosh. I, just, I felt like I, it could lead to a T-Swift friendship for me and and a good hookup with somebody smoking hot. Okay. So. Well, um, I mean, if that sounds good to you, sure. Ryan Gosling, I think, <laughs> is equally hot. So that's why I'm going to bed with him. Um, and I'll give my reasonings for my... Okay, who's your wed? Okay, my wed is Ryan Gosling, and I don't find him equally as hot. I think he's slightly less hot than Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yes, sure. I If I had to pick, I would pick Ryan Reynolds all day, any day. So Ryan Reynolds is like bragging rights. Like, I slept with Ryan Reynolds. Like, I mean, I would brag if I slept with Ryan Gosling, too. <laughs> Ryan Gosling's like, okay, the notebook, like, I, you don't want to be married to that. Okay, I, um, I always think of prime ryan gosling in um oh what's the movie i love of him in with um i want to is punch punch drunk no not punch drunk Drunk what What is that movie do you know what i'm trying to think of no ryan gosling (laughs) steve crazy stupid love oh yes with um like emma stone steve carell julianne moore like have you seen that movie before a long time ago oh i love that movie he's so freaking hot in that movie anyways um so why are you marrying reynolds i never said i was but i obviously oh but i, I am okay <laughs> first of all if we're gonna give the taylor swift reasoning okay well guess what now Tw- taylor swift's the godmother of my child because <laughs> i'm married to ryan reynolds <laughs> and um i just see how he act like the things he says and tweets and like his relationship with Blake Lively just seems amazing and they seem like they just have like the funnest relationship that why would I not want to be married to that I want to be Blake Lively that's true it was it was a struggle between those two deciding who I'm just gonna get for one night versus my whole life yeah like Ryan Gosling I don't think he seems like fun and like, I don't know enough about him outside of movies where Ryan Reynolds, I feel like I've seen enough of him like outside of movies where that just seems like the better person to spend my life with. Good point. That was well thought out. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So we're both 
gonna kill Ryan Philippe Rillen. I can't even say his name. Ryan is it Ryan Philippi? Yeah, whatever. And yeah, that was easy he's for dead. me. He's kind of weird. He's got like, and he cheats on people. Like he's just there. I just don't like. He was of course like back in the day, like cruel intentions days when we were super young. Like he was such a babe, and he was always like in all of the like pop magazines, and everybody thought he was so cute, but. Like, I'm just like, I've seen, have you ever like gone to his Instagram in recent years? No. Yeah. He's cause I'll see like him tagged in something with like Reese Witherspoon or something, which, oh, did you see she's getting a divorce? Yes. Um, I love her, but um, she'll like randomly cause the kids, like the daughter looks just like her and their son looks just like him. And so like, she'll tag him for like birth, oh, like at a birthday thing or something once in a while. And so I'll, like end up on his Instagram I don't know. He just seems like a weird guy. Not interested. <laughs> Bye. I agree. I thought he was so hot when I was a teenager, like back yeah. in like the cruel, like you said, the cruel intentions days. Yeah. And he was just so freaking hot, but I actually didn't even know what he was up to. Like, I remember that he was married and got divorced from Reese Witherspoon. They have kids together, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, I like, I couldn't even think of like anything else about him. So I had to Wikipedia him, of course. And he's bad news. So he's cheated yeah. on people. He has had accusations of stalking where somebody's had to get like a restraining order against him. He's had domestic violence. Yeah. No, restraining orders. I'm like, news. yeah, it's like nostalgic. Me would have loved to have him in the running, but like, I'm not, I would not tolerate any of that shit. So he's dead to me. Yeah. That's, that was an easy one for me. Like I said, this was like the, it was like immediately when you told me what our bed, wet dead was going to be today. I was like, done know it got it yes agreed so we can't wait to hear because i have a feeling i I have a feeling it's going to be like a toss-up for a lot of people between reynolds and gosling so i'll be looking forward to hearing what everybody's picks are you too and remember send us you send us your ideas for bed wed dead you might hear them yes all right let's hit it flavor of the week All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week, and one could say I should try a couple times first before claiming this as a flavor of the week, but I was literally shocked that they nailed it in my first one. So I've never wanted to try Stitch Fix because I just feel like something about like their marketing and stuff just makes it look like boring work clothes and like not fun stuff that I'd want to wear. So I've never done Stitch Fix. And you brought it up recently. Somebody else brought it up. I want to say even Jordan brought up that or something similar. Yeah, I and, meant, um, didn't ask for my referral code before you did it. Uh, I didn't use anybody's referral code. I didn't even know they had referral codes until I did it. I could have given you like $50 or something. Dang it. Um. So I, I tried it and I was like, okay, at the very least, I'm out 20 bucks. Because they charge you 20 bucks for a fix. They send you you know, your thing, you go through and you tell them what you're looking for. So it's like, I want work clothes or I want date night clothes or I want summer clothes. Don't give me this, give me this, whatever. And so I was like trying to give as much detail as I could about what I want and don't want, whatever. It's kind of like Pinterest, but Tinder like combined where like you can go through and like swipe right or left of like outfits that you like or don't like. So they kind of start to get like an inspiration board for you. And I was so nervous to get it in the mail. I got it in the mail and I'm like, I just, I'm going to be like so disappointed if everything's a flop and everything was a win. 
there was a pair of jeans in there that fit me like so perfect. And I absolutely love them. And you know, it's hard for me to not wear leggings. So that was a plus. Yeah. There was, um, three shirts. So one of the shirts I like instantly fell in love with, with it on, but I never would have gotten that shirt if I just like picked it off a hanger in the store. It's like florally print and it's like a style that I didn't even realize looks good on me. Floral girl. I know. Like I never would, I would never pick floral like for myself at a store, nor that style. Like I would never think that style would look good on me. And I wouldn't have even given it a shot. Like I never would have even said, oh, maybe this will look good. Like I just wouldn't try it if they didn't send it to me in the mail, but I did and I loved it. And then I got another um, shirt that I loved. I had one shirt that I had to exchange for a smaller size um, because it was like, you know, when like certain tank tops are like baggy in the armpits. Yeah. It was like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to exchange it for a smaller size, but I did like it a lot. What is their exchange? How do you, I never, I always either bought it or didn't. I don't ever remember exchanging anything so you can exchange it for free too like you go in the app and you're like I'm gonna keep this I'm gonna keep this so I was keeping everything and I got a jacket too so I was keeping everything except when I got to that shirt I did exchange and then chose the size and they they make you send it back within three business days and as long as you send it back within three business days they'll ship out the new one And, um, the way that stitch fix works is they send you a fix. So it can be any number of items. I, I got five, I think in mine and it lists like the price on everything. And basically you can keep whatever you want. So if you want to keep just one or two things, it shows you the price for them. You send everything back. It gives you the bag and everything. It's so easy to do. So easy. Um, but if you keep, there's an incentive to keep everything. So if you keep everything, you get 25% off the order. Is that how I think. much it is? It's, I think it's 25% off. So I ended up paying like just under $200 for a pair of jeans, a jacket and three tops, which that's not bad. I didn't feel like it was bad, but I, so right now I have mine set up to do a fix monthly, and I think that's just because I'm excited about it, but I don't think I need to be spending $200. No, yeah, that so. it'll, yeah, definitely. Um, I would, because I feel like if you do, yeah, I don't know. You could try to do one more month or I would just like push it for another month or two. It was fun. Like I, I remember the first time, like I didn't even think about it. And then like they had sent me like some athleisure wear and I was like, I don't need to be spending like, this much on athleisure wear. Like I could buy that stuff on my own. I don't need somebody to help me buy black leggings. Like, right. Thanks, but no thanks. And of course they sent me like truly the best pair of leggings I had ever put on. <laughs> they were incredible. And, but they were like $110. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not spending $110 on leggings. Like I just oh couldn't God. justify it. So I sent it back and I was so mad, but I was, so I like made sure, like I made note of that. Like I was like, don't send me athleisure wear. I also don't want, cause you can have the option for them to send you like, um, like accessories. Yeah. I was like, don't, cause they send you five items. I was like, don't waste your time sending me a purse or like, just send me clothes. Right. I'll figure out my wear. accessories. Yeah, exactly. So I love it. Um, We'll put a referral code. I'm really not sure what the referral code gives you, to be honest. I think it's Um, if they try it, they get their $25 waived or something. That's usually the minimum. Sometimes they do promos for more. And then if they buy something, I think you get get credit on your next fix. Oh, nice. 
Um, so yeah, worth, worth a try if you're needing a closet upgrade. I just recommend if you do it that you put as much information into your profile of what it is that you're looking for, because otherwise all they can do is guess. All they can do is go, uh, summer's coming, so they probably want shorts and tank tops. And if you're yeah. not telling them you want up, updated date night outfits or work attire or whatever, like they they only know what they know. Like so. how great is Stitch Fix for like, if you just got a new job and it's like, can help you with that. Like, or if you're like getting back in the dating game or like, totally like recently lost a lot of weight and you're trying to like try new outfits. And I do love it because you do get things that you might not typically try. Absolutely. Otherwise. That's how I feel about three of the five things that I got. Three of the five things that I got, I never would have picked off a rack myself. Yeah. One of my favorite cardigans that I still wear all the time is from Stitch Fix. Love it. Yeah. What's your flavor of the week? So my flavor of the week are something called tensel, T-E-N-C-E-L sheets. Do you have you heard of tensel before? I have not. Okay. So I had not either until probably like a year or two ago. Um, I had a great set of like some pricey Costco sheets. Um, and I say they were great, but they honestly only lasted like a year um, before they got a massive hole in the oh no. fitted sheet last like a little over a week ago. And so, or it was a couple weeks ago. And so I had gone to Costco to get a new set and they didn't have any, cal- they had like queen and king, but no cal king. So I was like, whatever, I guess we'll just have to find something and order it off of Amazon. So I remember that my mom had some sheets that I remember they like just felt so freaking soft and they were like super cool. Like I just, they felt like different and amazing. And I was like, what are these? And she was like, oh, they're called tinsel sheets. She's, I guess when they had bought their new mattress, like it was like a free gift that they gave them. And I was like, okay, these sound amazing. So anyways, Jeff and I ended up, we were like, okay, let's go on Amazon So we're seeing like all these sets varying from like $50 to a couple hundred bucks. So I was like, let's just go somewhere like in the middle. middle. So the set we picked was $110. I'll link it in the description because it's just like a random, the one that had like tons of amazing reviews on Amazon. So we kind of just went with that. Um, First of all, I loved that they were like so deep because our mattress is like super thick and the, they were, and then they have this like strap that like goes under the mattress. So like the mattress nice. does, isn't the fitted sheet isn't moving around. And then there's like a little side pocket on the side of each, on the side of each bet, like, so that you could like put a remote or your phone or I don't know. I just, oh my God, you're frozen. Are you there? We're so close to the end of this episode. Stephanie, are you there? course my internet went out with minutes left of the podcast (laughs) story of our life Um, yeah so I don't know sheets they're amazing I don't remember what the last thing you heard was but oh did you hear me talk about the side pocket because that's like the most important part okay they have on the side of each fitted sheet there's this little like pocket so you can shove like a remote or like your phone or whatever like I know (laughs) it's like I'll probably never use it but it's like really nice I can like like in the morning basically my alarm goes off and then I've been like shoving it in there they really know who they're marketing to because let's be real the men are not the ones buying our sheets it's us and we are obsessed (laughs) with pockets so (laughs) thank you exactly how often are we like 
oh my god this dress has pockets well now my sheets have pockets <laughs> um but honestly like if you run hot like these are free like they're supposedly like really good for hot sleepers and they do feel like I've been getting really warm in the middle of the night lately and I flip the pillow and it's just like oh it's like the coolest pillow when you flip it it's amazing um but yeah they feel great I'm very happy with them obviously I've only had them for a little over a week or two weeks but um I think I might have a new favorite sheet for now Yay, that's exciting. Yeah, they feel really great. They're very, they feel very, like, I say slippery, but they're not, they just feel very slick. So I will say, I think if you were to get too dark of a color, they might look almost shiny, like silky. Um, They're not, they don't feel silky, they don't feel silky, or they don't, they're not silk, but like, they just kind of have that shininess to them, I think, if you got too dark of a color. So just be aware. too shiny but we got the light, like a light gray color and um, yeah. So that's my flavor of the week. Love it. Quote for us. I do. And Don't compare- bang. I, or I'll, I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Don't compare your path, your process, your growth, your vision and your life to someone else's. Everything about you is unique, special and different. What you have to offer can't be found anywhere else. Celebrate yourself. You are once in a lifetime. And the credit goes to the Instagram page, Classy Quotes page. Oh, Classy Quotes page. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. We'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.